Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Sisters. I'm Jesse Katz. I'm Dara Gallup. And we're your Soul Sisters. And our third Soul Sister today is Catherine McPhee. Woo! So this is an exciting episode Mm -hmm. um, because I'm a huge Smash fan, which uh, anyone who goes a little bit further back in this podcast knows from when Megan Hilty was on the show. Yeah. That was the biggest deal in the world to Uh, me then. I should have caught on then. That was my mistake. That was your moment to start watching Smash. That was. I wonder if it's on, it's brought, it's got to be on some streaming thing. I'm sure. Man, yeah. Yeah, you were not fully prepared for this conversation. I know, neither time. Um, Man, <laughs> no, who else, are we, is there anyone else that might come on? I better get on it. Uh, Deborah Messing. Oh, shit. Okay. And Megan Mullally. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Oh, great reasons to watch Smash. Right? As if I needed one. I'll start watching it, and okay. that will give me motivation to book those two women. Okay. Because I they... want to anyway, Anyway, but that will give me extra Perfect. motivation. Oh, my God. Deborah Messing and Me- and Megan Mullally were both on it? Yes. Wait. That's so funny. Am I making up that Megan Mullally was on I it? I don't feel like she uh, was. Did I just do a random word association? She wasn't yeah. on it. Yeah. I don't think she was on it. What's it? What's her name? Angelica this Houston, right? When I start recording too early in the morning. <laughs> That would have been great, though, because she, she is a song and dance woman. So okay. she should have been on what it. just happened. I'm a little jet lagged because I just got back from a West Coast trip, and I just watched Will and Grace last night, and so I just did a free association. <laughs> Deborah Messing and Megan Mullally from a show that is definitely not Smash. Yes, I will pretend I'm not, not jealous and frustrated that I wasn't there. Um, For what? For the trip, for the L.A. trip. Oh, for Billboard's Women in Music? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> But don't get me off topic. (laughs) If I promise to book Angelica Houston on this podcast, then will you watch Smash? I will watch it regardless. (laughs) I think it's overdue time for that. The show is tailor-made for you. So honestly, just get on on the boat. You know, I didn't watch Glee, and I didn't watch Smash, and and it makes no sense for my life. Right. (laughs) Makes no sense. And a musical nerd. I did watch a little bit of that acapella show when they had, like, the acapella competition show. Okay. Well, Not yeah, the same. That makes sense. That was the most on brand for yeah. you. I just saw a billboard for the Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah. I guess it's 3 or maybe it's 4. I, I don't three. know. The Farewell Tour. Are you excited? You know, it's the same thing. Like, I'm not. Somehow <laughs> these, the way that it's packaged or scripted or something about these things, like, doesn't draw me. Why are you going on the record as not excited for I'm, Pitch Perfect 3? I will absolutely watch it and I will laugh. Okay. But I'm not, like, a one of the heads yeah. even though my acapella group when we get together my bunch of girls there's five of us we get together and we watch them when they come out we're nerdy so i so guess the point is you're into real life acapella <laughs> you don't like the fictional version of somehow, it. somehow it doesn't translate for me yeah um you are an american idol fan 
to circle it back to Catherine McPhee. I was definitely an American Idol fan. Were you? Um, yes. Only really for her season. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the... I, I think I was consistently up to, I want to say, her season mm-hmm. almost. Um, and she was very modest about that being a coincidence, but I think she was part of it. I remember yeah. really rooting for her and actually texting my votes for her. <gasps> really? Yeah. I Which never is, interacted. I used to be embarrassed about having been that into the show, but I was very excited to tell her that. Um, did yeah. you... You never thought about auditioning, did you? Oh, goodness, no. No, no, no. And people would say that to me all the time because I am a singer and I, you know, wanted to do something with music and people would say all the time, why don't you audition? Yeah. And it couldn't be more of a ridiculous statement to me. God, I I wish we could roll in some audition (laughs) tape of you on Idol right now. (laughs) Nothing would make me happier. That would be so amazing. (laughs) I wonder if there's other shows, like I don't watch The Voice or the other ones that are around, but I wonder if there's more room. Like, it felt like American Idol, at least at that time, you had to have, like, such an enormous belting, like, show-stopping pop sensibility. Uh-huh. and To make it far, you mean? To make it far at all. Yeah, yeah. to make it even You don't think you anything. do now? I don't know. I think I have a... I, I guess they go for no. different styles. Yeah, no. yeah. Or I, they're just the entire process of, like... The confidence of putting yourself out there in that way, <laughs> in such a big, big way. It was just like, it was hilarious when people would say that to me. But it was, so you don't so, have that confidence? No. <laughs> no. Nope. I don't. Yeah, I won't argue that point with you. <laughs> but um, uh, what song would you sing if you were to audition? See, that's the thing. I would have sung a, like a, an American songbook. Like what? Um, I don't know. I mean, God Bless a Child is great. But I think people did yeah, that kind okay. of stuff. I thought you were going to say, like, don't Broadway remember my baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sing, like, Ain't Misbehaving a lot and oh, Broadway cute. Baby and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those are great idol songs. Right. So. No. <laughs> Just my it's overall style. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're best suited for the Catskills, but your, your age is over. I'll take that. <laughs> and especially after this last birthday, I will definitely take that. Catskills. Yeah, we're ready to send you up. Send you upstate for good. Send me up down the <laughs> yeah. river. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll go together. Uh, we nice will. Float. I know. I'm a few months older than you. That's why I can make those jokes. We're the same. We're the same. Same. Babies. Uh-huh. Happy friend anniversary, by the way. Yeah, yeah our two it. years. Mm-hmm. How they Happy fly by. I know. Anyway, okay. Guys, you want to listen to Catherine McPhee. We want you to listen to That's it. you Because it's great. She also has a new album out. It's beautiful. Buy it for your friends. Buy it for your family. Um, I guess I'm her publicist for now, the but I really like the album. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. No, this was fun, and I'm really excited she came on. So here you go, Catherine McPhee on Soul Sisters. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Catherine McPhee on Soul Sisters. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Are Hi. you guys the Soul Sisters? Yes, we, we are. are. And yeah. well, you are supposed to be the Soul Sister to That's you. The, 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 or the all of us. All the, the viewers. The yeah. yeah. Right. It's a triangle. It's room, actually. I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Including those behind the camera. I like uh, it. And behind the recorder. Um, I'm very excited that you're here. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Huge, huge fan. We're really? both huge fans. Yes. Yes. And Dara is too. I, I go further back. Uh, no, actually, I don't no, know if that's true. No, you don't go further back. Well, you go, she's a Smash fan. I, despite being a huge musical theater nerd, somehow it didn't, it just didn't penetrate. I missed, I missed it. You missed it. I missed it. But Mishmash. Is it on a streaming thing I'm now? sure you can watch it Okay, because it, it'll, it'll happen sometime. I'll come back around. 
But I was an American Idol fan, so I, I don't know if you oh, were yeah. as well. So I was. So that was the only season I ever watched fanatically. Well, it was like the to the point where I was texting my vote. Is that true? Season five was the biggest Idol season oh, there ever. There you go. I know. I feel kind of special. That's pretty that cool. Is special. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't have anything to do with it, but it was just like the I don't timing. know if that's true. I think five seasons, like it was just that. I don't know that time. It was. Yeah. Which is really kind of. Anyway. I mean, for me, I think it was my first year out of college and I like made it a routine with another friend of mine who had just moved to New York where we would like get together that night to watch watch it it. together. Yeah. Yeah. But but it was also you. It definitely was you for me. Absolutely. Because I was rooting for you. And then I was like so invested in you winning. It was just like a. it was just a perfect. It was a good group of people. Yeah. They they had like a nice cast. Right. They Mm -hmm. had like the rocker and the like the (laughs) silver haired. I don't remember. I I, I had to look it up. But. I couldn't believe who Taylor Hicks. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like Kelly Pickler was the country bumpkin. It was like the perfect. Oh, little... that was her season too. Yeah, Whoa. we had a pretty great season. That's it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to ask you something that you said um, on the season, and I wonder if you live by these words. You said this, oh, gosh, at the time because <laughs> it seemed what, twelve years it was, ago. It was wonderful advice. I think it's the best advice, and also might be the hardest to sort of keep as right. an artist or as anybody. But you said the less pressure you put on yourself, the greater the shot. Oh, that mm. sounds really like which I think is like a thoughtful really and thoughtful, great piece of advice. I'm wondering if yeah, that's true. I think that that's true. I do. I mean, I also think now like the perspective that I have is work as much as you if you want to be an entertainer, like if you want to be an actor, if you want to be a singer, <clears throat> this is just start trying to work as much as you possibly can, because experience is yeah. really what primes you for the experiences that you really want to be ready for and like with idol you know i thought of it as a tv show because i knew that producers were looking for cast of characters and so i looked at it as like i'll create a little bit of a story you know and i my mom was the voice coach and i was like always taking voice lessons which was just completely not true really no i i was i was kind of like a lazy singer i just (laughs) i was naturally like a, a talented singer like i but it wasn't something that i I, sh- I could have worked much harder at it. And I worked hard in the last 10, 12 years post-Idol. But leading up to it, I mean, I, I really wish that I had pushed myself. I was kind of shy in that regard. Pushed myself to get out there and perform in front of audiences because that's where you learn. That's right. where you hone your craft. It's the same with, you know, people going to school for acting. Like, I don't know if, I just don't know, like, if you really think you're, you're gifted at acting I wouldn't necessarily say like the best thing for you to do is to go to school and study acting and I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing but I just think that when you're in the field like going to auditions and messing up and that's where you learn yeah so Mm -hmm. so where were you when you discovered the range and possibility and power of your voice because that doesn't happen at home oh no it does I mean yeah when you're listening to Celine Dion and trying to sing the notes that she sings (laughs) that's that's and you felt it out that much oh just like I I can do it I really have learned also that I I can't really do that that well (laughs) belting not really like I mean I can but it's not necessarily what I'm good at. I mean, I just put out this jazz record called I Fall in Love Too Easily. and it's We would have gotten there. Don't worry. No, I know. I know. That was just a natural segue. Uh-huh. Um, but it, yeah, it's like a romantic love song. I mean, it's super sm- smoky and jazzy and sexy and romantic. And I, I mean, when I sing live, yeah, sure, I have these songs that have little moments where they, they swell. And, yeah, but, but you had to belt on Smash. I did. I did. But and it didn't. you did it. It doesn't come <laughs> okay. I mean, naturally. To, right. I mean, I'm not like it's Afro Norman, you know, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I've just, because I remember the first time I tried to sing Don't Rain on My Parade, you know, yeah. don't tell me not to fly. I simply, <laughs> and I was like, 
Wow, this was a really hard song. I didn't realize how difficult it is. Yeah. Nobody, no, nobody. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not a Broadway geek, you won't know that song. But How much did um, going toe-to-toe with Megan Hilty on Smash like push you to that, though? Because I feel like that is her She's natural a big, setting. big, big voice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like a... It's just what I had. I mean, I knew it was about Broadway. And Broadway, yeah. sometimes you have to sing these big... Yeah big songs um and i love it like yeah, i mean well, don't mean- get me wrong i love it it's just as far as me as an artist making a record it's not like i wouldn't make a big band uh broadway right. record like it's got to be more swingy and more nuancey um mm-hmm. but with the modern feel there's like a yeah. jazzy feel but also still a modern yeah yeah, yeah. that's it. really important to me well there's i mean it's important to anybody to be authentic to who you are because i i mean I, my influences were like whitney and celine and mariah and god who else like Alanis Morissette and Sarah McLaughlin and I mean like these really soul torchy singers mm-hmm. um so but I my mom was a cabaret singer so like she was a voice teacher by day and cabaret singer at night so she sang all these old standards these like jazzy standards she didn't sing at jazzy but um I just sort of developed this like this way of singing this kind of older music in a more contemporary way yeah so that's kind of what I've been doing yeah, so your mom. Your mom still performs, doesn't she? She does. Yeah, I think I saw you like time. tweeting out about yeah, her show or gotta something. Support yeah, support mom. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, she she goes around and does some shows. And, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> teaches like crazy. She's always busy. Yeah. When, when you st- when you got to a point where you're on TV for Idol, did they say, "Can we need a story for you"? Like, what's your story? Or did you know going in, I need to create something? No, like, I just oh, remember like I knew I was I was going through all the rounds. They were like taking me to the next round, and then they got a, I got a call saying they want to do a hometown package with you. Is what they called it, a mm-hmm. hometown package. And I knew it. They wanted to come to the house with the producers and do like behind the scenes. It's like the sort of reality part of the show. Right. Um. So I was like. You know, my mom. I remember my mom and I talking about it, and you know, planning. Okay, well, they'll have us in the voice, like in her voice studio. You're doing, my student. Yeah, right. You yeah. Know, and we like. I remember doing like the mother daughter like frustrated thing where I'm like, oh, mom, yeah. <laughs> it was totally. Was well, there truth to that though? Not really. I mean, yeah, sure, but I didn't take voice lessons from really my mom at all. Really? No, I would like every once in a while, but again, it's like one of those things where if you have. Uh, what's another no i'm just saying like what's another example of someone of a parent who like a parent who's a movie producer the kid doesn't necessarily want to be on movie sets every day you know it's it's just it can be the opposite yeah i probably could come up with a better no comparison but yeah yeah i mean well any profession like your parents a doctor probably not dying to like and then you normally becoming a doctor (laughs) yeah right (laughs) exactly it gets ingrained in you right yeah so for this record was it uh, a natural progression because your last, your previous records have been more sort of straight pop ahead record. pop, sort yeah. of more traditional pop. And was there like pushback on your decision to go more old worldy kind of on my part? American no, songbook? there was never like not I mean, on your part. Uh, no, there was no pushback. What th- what happened was I'm on a show on CBS called Scorpion. Um, we're in our fourth season. A lot of people like still don't know. You know, it's like there's yeah. so much TV out there. <laughs> so so much. much. They'll be like, what show are you on? I'm like, right. oh, it's on its fourth season. They're like, what? <laughs> They're like, it's still on. Yeah. Um, but no, I did a um, CBS had a Grammy special for Frank Sinatra's 100th birthday about two years ago. And I got asked to present at it. And I was like, you know, thank you, but no thank you. It's like. 
right after Thanksgiving holiday season and for me to try and see if I can get off work from shooting. I, it just would be a lot of effort for me to be up there for 30 seconds to introduce another artist, you know, mm-hmm. to say like this next artist is, right, right. you know, for 30 <laughs> seconds, it just wasn't worth my, but I was like, but I'll, I'll sing if you need me like wink, wink. And it was to the booker, like through my manager passed it around. And I, I knew like, there's no way. Cause they had everyone from like Lady Gaga to Tony Bennett to Celine Dion to John Legend singing at this Grammy special. You know, it was like A-listers. Of well, you don't put yourself. I mean, it's hard to say. No. Probably, but I would put you. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But no, I don't. I mean, like, no. I mean, okay. I, I have like a... I've, one thing about me is I've always had a real strong sense of reality. And <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't... Humility. Yeah. I mean, I, it's also not that I like don't believe in myself mm-hmm, or sure. think that like it could be possible. I just know what it is. So, but anyway, so I just kindly said like... You know, but if you need someone to sing a song, because like I know all those songs so well, and they said, uh, you know, it's a no for now, and I, I wasn't like, right. what? <laughs> I again, I was like, okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm busy, I'm working, and then on Sunday, after Thanksgiving, I got this like urgent email saying someone, I don't, they didn't say someone fell out, but I figured someone did. Mm-hmm. And they needed someone to sing in this medley, this opening number medley with me and John Legend and Adam Levine and Harry Connick Jr. And they said it's in the key of A. I make you, you make me feel so young, and I was like. Yes, yes. Hold on. Let me look at my shooting <laughs> schedule. I happened to be off that day. And I said yes. Um, and then I was in Las Vegas, like, before I knew it, rehearsing. And and I met Don Was backstage, who's a really prolific music producer. Yeah. He's, you know, accomplished a lot in his life. And he was helping me learn. They actually threw me in on another song with John Legend. Um, and uh, I think that's like when the idol stuff or experiences, years of just kind of having to show up and sing and do shows, mm-hmm. whether there's 10 people there or a thousand people there. Or a million um, people watching. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like you just, you're ready for the occasion. And I, I just really showed up for the occasion. And Don was, was like, I want to make a record with you with this music. And I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> That's I should have been I doing this. I mean, a producer this. like that, you probably say yes to whatever direction he yeah. wants to take it in, right? So, yeah, it was kind of like I just, I mean, I've I think I've been wanting that or needing that, mm-hmm. but yeah. I just I just kind of kept thinking, oh, I'll make a pop record, make a pop record, make a pop record, because that's the music I I do love, but it just never. I always felt like it just never really. I, I never ever each record I put out I was like yeah. I like it. There's things I like about it, but I was never like a hundred percent solid behind it. I think, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. And this is like really kind of where I know I'm going to kind of live and breathe and yeah. Yeah. And your smash Good fans stuff. are going to really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently. I asked Mint Mobile's legal team. If big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation, they said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so we were having a debate earlier 
about your description of this album as one to make out to uh-huh. because I totally feel that uh-huh. and would love to make out with someone to this album. Dara is a little on the fence about that. So it's like, it's an interesting it's thing. It's the about- lyrical <laughs> thematic stuff that yeah. I just question. And I haven't, you know, like, like, um, she thinks it's a little dark turn to, to, to a little sad, a little, sad. A little, a little bit Some of, of like it a little sad. melancholy, a little sad. Who can I turn to is a sort of sad. Yeah, that is a sadder song. song. My Blame mom- it on my youth is kind of makes me sad. <gasps> oh, it I does. Mean, it's beautiful, but it's just like, it's like, to me, it's so like naive and yeah. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, cause, because How especially about with day? this music, night and day, c- come on. But you know, it's, it's, it's true. Like Some of them do have like a sort of, but that's why, I, and maybe that's just my thing that I do with this kind of music. This music makes me feel so nostalgic mm-hmm. and it, there is some point. sort of like yearning, heartbreaking, heartbreaking, even if it's the lyric is like even smile, for instance, I didn't put that on the record, mm-hmm. but everyone loves to sing smile. Mm-hmm. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile. It's the melody that it sounds like mm. s- it's sad. It is you know? sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I when mean, there are clouds in the sky, I'll get by. It's just the melody's kind of a. But that's the, like, I think, I think I like that stuff. Yeah. I think I like. Oh. Wait, this reminds I like me. The, don't, yeah, the don't love that twisted. got away. I love that stuff. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I just think it's interesting. Don't get it it's twisted, just, girl. It doesn't put like, me in what a can sexy, you make out? It, it right. make, Wait, so I so I thought of a, a weird question I wanted to ask you. You can guys make out today. to Michael Bublé. It's like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, sure. Whatever floats I haven't thought about like what is a make out record. No, I, I don't know. It's Wait, but I, have, but I have a question for you guys. So I was thinking about um, like when you guys sing That's Life and Smash. It's like one of my favorite numbers from that show. It's pretty great. That one is so fucking good. Even I thought it was If you want to see like two just like crazy powerhouse talents go toe to toe and like on the show, it's about their competition and also like getting over it and coming together and just like watching the two of you sing just the life out of that song is insane. But so I was rewatching it on YouTube (sighs) and there's a key change in that song. Uh And and I I was thinking this morning, like that key change, like turns me on. Like there is something (laughs) about like an amazing key change that like gives you goosebumps and like gives you butterfly. It's like that feeling. That's the power. That's the power of music. That's just that like. So you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and crazy thought. That's what I'm saying. Like this music, it does so many things to me. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And. I'm curious because I I do like sort of think about these kinds of songs as story uh, in a more of a storytelling yeah. way than maybe yeah. other pop songs. Oh, mm-hmm. they totally are storytelling. Right. Yeah. And so I sort of pay attention more than I would to like other sense. records. Yeah. So you almost want like to not be thinking think about, about me so when you're mind. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. Right. Making up. Yeah. And I wonder if for you coming from a background that's not necessarily like singer songwriter, you're not, you know, you didn't start no. as a songwriter. No. If that sort of has freed you in your career from people trying to like put the autobiographical stuff and wonder like, Oh, is this from her life? Yeah. That's mm. why I think, well, this, this, this record is, is sort of autobiographical if you, if it can be mm-hmm. just because it's like, it's songs that my mom sang a lot that are like her students would sing. So there are ones that I'm, I mean, there's like a, a handful of other songs that I'm super familiar with too, that could, mm-hmm. I could make another record similar to this just with different songs. But I mean, obviously I didn't, I didn't write them, but there is an element to them being sort of autobiographical just because they remind me of like of things in my childhood or mm-hmm. you know I wrote I, I didn't write I picked I fall in love too easily as the title track because it's like in the last two years of my life like it's really true like I've dated <laughs> I've dated people and 
It's like my friends have made so much fun of me because I, after two weeks, I've been like, I think we're going to get married. (laughs) And then like a week later, I'm like, oh no, he's crazy. Like, (laughs) like, like literally, you know, wait, that's unusual for someone who's been through a divorce, right? Like unusual, isn't it? Yeah. To fall in love too easily. Here's the thing is that I not have so much armor up like that you can still. Well, that's what you think, right? Because like, I've also on the flip side been like, I'm never getting married again. Right. Um, but I dated somebody for, he was the lead on my show. Uh-huh. Uh, and like we had a total world. I mean, you know, we were like totally in love mm-hmm. and I, you know, still really close with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when we broke up is what I'm saying. So I've had like a, a good five years now since I've been actually married, but now yeah. I'm like getting more open. But in the last, I'd say the last two years, I've been more <laughs> open to the idea of marriage. Uh-huh. Like when I meet like a nice guy, <laughs> I think just because he's nice that, I should marry like he's and it's not that's not the case there has to be so many things that work you know but that's so, so nice to be that open to it I guess like, that's I guess a great well, that's why I, wrote, I that's fall a- in love too easily I mean unless you're getting hurt all the time because of it no I'm not hurting myself too much okay I may have hurt a couple of people yeah okay <laughs> but you're fine but you know I'm only being honest I'm always Hell just yeah, no. just being really honest yeah but I think that's also part of the beauty of these songs is like you don't need to write I fall in love too easily. It's been written and it's perfect and it's impeccable and you can sing that. I can to mm-hmm. convey yeah, totally. that, you know. And it's everyone's different take on it, you Right. Know? Yeah. How did you pick sooner or later? So, my sister, that's why again like every song that I picked, my sister, I never even remember seeing Dick Tracy the uh-huh. movie. Um, but I remember Madonna singing that song. Yep. I think it was like the end of the movie title track mm-hmm. or whatever. Because she plays, what's her character's name? Breathless Mahoney. Oh, I mean, is that right? I, I don't know. My right. sister's like two years older than me. So I re- remember her being obsessed with that movie and that song. Yeah. And it became, you know, Stephen Sondheim wrote that song. So it was like Which classic. I didn't know until I just looked it up before you came on. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But it so makes I, sense because that song's amazing. Because it's like yeah. so interesting. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, you know, Dawn and I, the only, we never had any, I mean, you, there was no arguments. But the only thing we were, I was like, really? Okay, well, I'm not sure because I had this whole thing about singing music like it's nice to do a really cool sultry soft romantic record but Mm -hmm. how do you how does that translate to live you know like Mm. how do you have something that people because I always have this thing like less is more and I always feel like people get bored and whatever that's my own insecurities or Uh but again I think less is more and so to be up there for 80 minutes opposed to 60 minutes 60 minutes is way better choice so I was always thinking like well how does this translate live? And he was like, you need to not worry about that because you can change these songs however you want to do them live. Different arrangements. He says, but when people put a record on, they, you got to set a mood for them. It can't just be all over the place because, so our only little, um, and I don't want to say disagreement. It's not the the word. It's just discussion was, we're not going to do like any big, like, you know, you're not doing a show tunes record and you're mm-hmm. not doing like a, a big band record. That's not what this is. Mm-hmm. And so, but that I still brought in all these song choices. And I said, oh, you may not like this song because it could be this like Broadway-esque kind of number. Yeah. And he's like, well, I like, let me, let's listen to it. And he's like, I don't like, I don't know which version I played him. I don't think he liked Madonna's version, uh-huh. but he's like, I kind of like the song. So we just got in the studio and we started playing around with the great jazz players and came up with this sort of fun and by the way, it's great live because yeah. I can kind of, it can go a little bigger live. Uh-huh, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in the movie, I think Madonna is doing a little bit of a caricature character. of a lounge singer. Sure, it's almost it's like very a, breathy. And it's like almost like uh, Marilyn Monroe-esque. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. revisit that movie? That's a fun one. Who framed Roger Rabbit? 
Wait, did I just make that? Oh, I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right before you said Marilyn Monroe, I was thinking Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. He was in Dick Tracy, wasn't he? Roger Rabbit. <laughs> wasn't he a character Wait, in? Now the... I'm so lost. We're no. talking about Dick Tracy and Madonna. Yes, singing. I think Roger no, Rabbit was in. I just confuse everybody. You were about to say Marilyn Monroe. But yeah. I thought you were about to say Jessica Didn't, Rabbit. Oh, no, I said... Which is why I went to Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. I said Marilyn Monroe. You said Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We have it on video. We yeah. know we did. Yeah. <laughs> we play. No filter here. Um, anyway, yes. But you're able to, yeah, b- like breathe more live life into it and more voice into it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, you are about to perform these live at the Carlisle. I am. And yeah. you, did you sell out your dates? I there? did. I mean, I'm like, I did. Um, yeah. What? So <laughs> no, it's like, this is amazing. She's Let saying it because why. we want to go. People are like, promo Kyla. I'm like, why would I promote it? Yeah, it's you can't like, get in. Yeah. No, but I, I want to mention it just because we have a lot of Carlisle performers on this show, uh-huh. and there's always this conversation that we have also with like our friends at the Carlisle that it's it's tricky to figure out how to fill that room these days. Um, to find unless you get like these older performers who've been around forever are kind of fixtures of the room I mean I don't know 80 people in New York so there's a part (laughs) of me that goes well it's a tiny room like that'd be embarrassing if I couldn't sell it out but at the same time no but it happens you know sometimes we're doing five shows so no I think you're probably the right mixture of like you're young people are still excited about you but like the stuff that you're singing it's is old, also new, appealing to the people who are like staying at the Carlisle and yeah. you know, it's kind of like checking off all the boxes. Like you're kind of that ideal talent for them oh, to book thanks. in that room. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. some banking on it. Exactly. Start a whole new career. <laughs> a residency at the Carlisle. Yeah. No, but that'll be a great room for you yeah. to sing these in. Cause it's so small. Yeah. You can be as intimate with these songs as you want. No, I know. It's yeah. like a, the cutest little room. Yeah. 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 When you're in the cycle of shooting your show, Scorpion, how much do you get to sing and like when how when does the missing singing and performing in that way like yeah. trickle in I, I miss it a, I mean I miss it a lot but I mean thankfully because I've been working on this record for the last since I met Dawn mm-hmm. um, it took much longer than it probably probably should have but I mean I get to sing at work like in between takes and in my in, <laughs> really yeah I mean just, so just for fun just for fun like I mean I don't even necessarily I'm not doing it for anybody yeah it's just that unfortunately they have to <laughs> to be yeah. to listen to it I mean uh-huh. they seem to I I'm pretty silly on set so it's like we all kind of <laughs> chime in together but uh, as far as I'm not missing it so much right now because I'm getting to do it right like I'm doing um I did this whole week coming up in New York and I've do shows in LA and mm-hmm. like what's the biggest gap for you that you've like haven't performed um, music that you're it's like probably oh six God. months or something oh, that's you know long. like yeah. where I don't have like a de- like a corporate gig or something mm-hmm. like that even even a corporate gig is like fun to do sure you know? I mean you get paid right. nicely <laughs> but but it's just the performing aspect of it it's so fun yeah you know and just getting to kind of flex your muscles and be right. in a different city and I love to see cities that way like I'm doing mm-hmm. a PBS special over the um New Year's Eve break in in Hungary Whoa. For some like famous violin player, I'm singing like two songs, and and you're gonna be in Hungary, and that's yeah. amazing. It's a great right. way to see a city. Yeah, what's the next like musical muscle you'd like to flex that you haven't gotten to yet? You know, I I'm gonna st- I really want to stay in this this wheelhouse, so yeah. I'm just really hoping that um, you know this 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 record has some legs for the mm-hmm. next year where I can just I I was doing when I came off Smash because there was so much music element to it mm-hmm. I was really doing a lot of um, symphony shows where mm. I was 
kind of combining my like pop music with the symphony mm-hmm. and you know that was fine it was a great way to stretch my muscles as a performer but i really want to sing this music with a big symphony big oh, orchestra so to start doing more symphony shows because you know all you have to bring is like your little your three-piece band your piano your bass your drums mm-hmm. um and then you have this glorious symphony behind you uh i mean the new orleans jazz festival i really like to be i mean is the most i can the more i can just keep performing and then i guess you know we'll see how this goes but then i'll get back in the studio i mean like literally i already started making lists of songs that could be on a new record i'm like oh yeah that's that's one of my favorites that's one of my favorites yeah cool so amazing um so the album's out it yeah. just came out last week just came out um, it's number one on itunes in the jazz charts hey not too right. excited Abby. i know no that's great and and this, this episode will post in a few weeks but i just want to say like this is an album that you should gift to everybody absolutely you know. and i want to be <laughs> good timing for this like, album it's gorgeous thank yeah you. yeah thank you <laughs> dara's not making out to it but she's using Maybe it I will now. Now. Yeah. part of her life you know, now i will now, now there's a reason why there's 31 players but no but i don't disagree with you <laughs> like there's definitely a melancholy Sure, right. Um, but that doesn't take away from the power and beauty. And yeah. it's just gorgeous. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's called I Fall in Love Too Easily, as she does. She just admitted. Try not to. That's <laughs> yeah. no, good. But like I've, been sing- I've been a single girl. It's been great. No. So I fall in love too Give easily, but I've managed to. You always like, land on your feet. Yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. Um, and you're going to perform live in our office now. Yeah, so I that's am. That's exciting. So we will get to see you. Yes. Carlisle be damned. <laughs> See it here, Billboard. We'll, we'll also go to the Carlisle. Yeah, we'll sneak in. Yeah. We'll find a way. They <laughs> Come can't Saturday keep us night at the extra, the late night show. Awesome. Boom. It might be soon. Okay. okay. Catherine McPhee, thank you. Thanks thank for you. your time. In the past, but still I fall in love so easily. I fall in love too fast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.